Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. My wife is here. Shantae is in the building, y'all. I love you, love. I love you. Secret place, we know that. I'm just getting right out. We don't talk a lot. just want to get out the way. Um, talking about balance right now. Balance. Balance. Let me just get right into it. Balance. We're talking about balance. The Bible says a false balance is an abomination to God. So I want to talk about balance. Well, we're just talking. Like balance on purpose. Like what is your strategy for balance? What is your plan to balance your life? If you know you're doing too much of something, what is your plan to level it out? Because I don't see how, we, like, you, you, you know you get, you know it's too much, you know it's imbalanced, or you know you're tempted with doing too much. What is your plan or strategy? I heard uh, Pastor uh, Torre Roberts say this. He said, what is your strategy for temptation? You know you're going to be tempted. You know it's going to happen. You know you're going to be minding your business, and one scroll is going to be like, oh, my. You already know. Whether it's money, an idea, a, a, a person who you think is fine or whatever, or something that's going to make you upset, you know you're going to be tempted. What is your plan or strategy for temptation? I love that question when he said that. That was an incredible question because we all know we're going to be tempted but we have no plan in place to get victory over it. So we just let temptation hit us, and whatever happens, happens. What is your plan for temptation? You know that person get on your nerves at, job, at your job. You know you're going to be tempted to slap her. So tomorrow, what's your plan? <laughs> you know you're going to be tempted to cuss them out. You're tempted every day, and most days you cuss them out. So Thursday, what's my non-cuss-out strategy? I just think it makes sense. And with the help of the Lord, we can get victory in that area. Instead of always losing until they stop tempting us. We think temptation, we think victory is temptation ceasing. When temptation stops, I got victory. It ain't going to stop. Let me just help y'all really quick at the, at the preface of the message. Temptation ain't going to stop. That one might. This one might. But temptation will not stop. So what is your strategy that when it happens, I know what I'm prone to fail in. Yeah, yeah, I, know what I, fa- I know what my forefathers and my uncle, I know what runs in my family. So what is my plan to fight What's inevitable? And I think a lot of times, it's not that we don't have the desire to have victory. We don't have a strategy. What is your plan? Like, yo, when I, all right. So first, she always roll her eyes at me. That's always first. So I'm trying to do like the slap somebody instead of just sexual because all temptation is not sexual. But it, a lot is. All that's in the world is lust, right? Lust, lust, and pride. Right? Lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, pride of life. Lust, lust, and pride, right? That's all that's in the world. 
So we know that's going to happen, right? But let's just use another temptation so I won't get on nobody's, you know, bad side. She always walking like, oh, that's the first thing that always happens. Then while y'all at lunch, she, you, know, you know the steps of you slapping her. You know the slap steps. You know the cuss out chorus. the journey so what are you going to do at the first trigger you hallelujah thank you Lord you should have a strategy for your triggers alright I'm done you know what ticks you off you know what turns you on you know what gets you emotional you know what gets you turned you know what gets you should have a strategy for all your Y'all, all right. People love to preach God responsibility, right? And when you do that, God is going to, and God is going to open doors. We just shout all day. Churches come to hear about God's responsibility. You can pack a place out preaching God's responsibility. And I love it. I, it's true. And we preach Jesus and him redeeming and him. God is, and Jesus is the way. And he took that for you. And you ain't got to do this. In gra- That's great. But salvation is a partnership. And people never talk about our responsibility. So we lead our lives with what God is going to do, but we trip at what we're responsible for. You know what's going to happen. What's your plan? Well, since it always happens on her page, let me unfollow her. Because she always got the bikini Bible verses. So let me just. <laughs> Be steadfast. Don't. <laughs> BBVs, bikini Bible verses. So let me just unfollow her. I mean, I don't know. I don't know your triggers. What is your addiction trigger? What's the thing that sets off your addictions? Stress, that's a good one. Because it's not just lust and sex, like I said, or anger or violence. That's just, I like slapping people. Y'all got to pray for your pastor. (laughs) So I always bring up slapping somebody, but she's a little more sensible. So stress. Is also a trigger as well. <laughs> what sets off you being tempted to stress? Oh my God, oh my God. What, what does that? What happens? First I get a call from them and then I go, don't answer every call then. You need a stress strategy. And not that any of this can operate or should operate outside of the help of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is our helper. Identifying these strategies gives the helper information on what they need to assist you with. You understand what I'm saying? When you have a strategy in place, the Holy Spirit will help you keep that order and protocol in your life. But the Holy Spirit don't know what to help because you ain't saying. You just, we just jump into problems. Okay. Then we ain't got a scripture. We ain't got a song. God told me tonight y'all need a song. You need a song to sing. When you about to go into, when you, you need a song. 
We trust in our God. You need a song, not just a Bible verse, because the Bible verse is over after you quote it. So get your Bible verse. You know what I'm saying? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. That's over. Point three, four seconds. You need a song. That's what I heard tonight while we was up here. You need a what song can snatch you out of the grip, y'all? What song can lift you and move you to a place where your problem is beneath you and not over you? What song can snatch you out of confusion and what song can get you out of the cycle? Do you have song? You need a song. When you are in warfare, he told the armies, when you're in war, go send, send the singers and musicians first. He said, go and sing for the Lord is good. <laughs> A song is warfare. Not that scriptures are not. Please do not get it twisted. But after the scripture is quoted, there's empty space. What song can you keep in your heart? Hallelujah. He said, tell Liv they need a song. Liv, you need a song. I don't care if all day, this is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight. I mean, look like I'm surrounded. I look like I'm surrounded. Ty, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. What song you got? You can't, hip-hop ain't going to help you. And y'all know I love the beach. Y'all still praying for me. Thank you for praying me out of trap. But <laughs> hip-hop ain't going to help you. Pop, no music is going to help you besides the songs of the Lord. And if you don't know one by listening, know one by writing one. Just sing whatever you, Lord, don't let me slap her. Lord, don't let me slap. Lord, don't let me slap her. Lord, don't let me slap. Lord, don't let me slap her. Lord, don't let me slap. Slap, slap, slap. Slap, slap, slap. Slap, slap, slap. Slap, slap, slap. Slap, Don't let me do it. Sit down. That ain't no song. Don't you sing that tomorrow. That ain't the song of the Lord. Do not sing that. Songs about the issue perpetuates it. It don't free you from it. So that was a joke. Singing songs about the problem increases the problem, not the answer. So that was a joke. <laughs> what is your exit strategy when you enter into temptation? With every temptation, he's made a way of escape. This is how we balance our lives. Balance it. It's time to put more weight on the weak side. Live, it's time to put more weight on the light side of your lives. Because we're living lopsided. Heavy in anger, light in forgiveness. You, you understand what I'm saying? Heavy in offense, light in reconciliation. Heavy in bitterness, light in understanding. You don't even want to talk to them. Nah, you saw what she did. Nah, nah, nah. You're just bitter. Heavy on bitter, light on understanding. You don't even know. And we can literally live ignorantly and be happy about it. 
Well, let's not do that. Amen. I'll make a job out of here. I'm so sorry. Many things could be a result of imbalance. Like she said, stress could be imbalance. You're unhappy. It could be a result of being imbalanced, frustrated, just mad all the time. Your auntie that's mad all the time. Maybe she do got a spirit or maybe her life is just imbalanced. You don't have balance in your lives. Uh, the Lord told me fatigue is a part of unbalance, being tired and weary. And I'm going to talk about this and we're going home. I can't do the whole thing because it's late. Bible says, be not weary, thank you, in well-doing, for in due season <laughs> you shall reap if you faint not. I say it all the time, but the enemy is trying to get us to faint before we reap. That's all he wants. He wants you to grow so weak that you don't win. Could y'all help, help preach to your neighbor next to you? Because I don't know if they listen. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, 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 neighbor don't, be don't be too weak to win. You'll reap if you faint not. Don't get so weak that you don't reap. Don't be so tired of it and sick and tired of it that you don't go to the next level. Are y'all hearing me? Fatigue and, and tiredness, I believe, is like the enemy's playground. Just you being weak, just you being tired, just you being wore out, the enemy can play on that. Because weakness means you have weakened senses. When you're tired, your guards are, not, your guards are down. People can take advantage of you that never could if you had your strength. People can manipulate you that never could if you got your rest. Y'all. But when you're so tired and when you wore out, you don't have the defenses that you need. So rest is part of warfare. Rest is a defense. Are y'all hearing me? Because one thing the devil don't want is a rested, strong believer. Y'all quiet. That got all his defenses up. That got... That's why the Bible says, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Lust is strong when we're weak. When you're tired, it's very hard to deny anything. Drugs, sex, chocolate cake, it's just hard. I knew I would find y'all somewhere, one of the three. <laughs> it's hard to deny what you know is not well for you just because you're tired. Not you ain't got the Holy Ghost. I got, not because you ain't pray that day. You, you could just be tired and weariness will make you susceptible. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I've been there. Anybody else been there? Just because I'm tired, I fell for the same trap that God delivered me from. Tell your neighbor, go to bed. <laughs> go to bed early. <laughs> Rest is a weapon. You enter spiritual warfare when you take it down. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I want to talk about that just for a, 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 few, a few seconds. 
Because part of spiritual warfare is rest. And true balance is intentional. You do that on purpose. Rest on, okay, on purpose. Like, like schedule your rest. The way you really rest, I know this is, this is so God, and if you miss it, you, let's go to the scriptures. All right? She's like, all right. <laughs> it's not up there. That's funny that it's not up there. But the Bible says in Genesis 2, 1 and 2, that on the seventh day, God rested from his work. Right? He rested from his work, which is where we get the Sabbath from. Six days he worked. On the seventh day, he rested from his work. Okay? So rest is a result of working. Ask your neighbor, what you working on? Ain't that a good one? He worked and he rested not because he was tired. This is good. He didn't rest because he was tired. To rest is a sign to us to stop doing the work. To, 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 rest, to rest or Sabbath literally means to take an intermission. To take a break from. Right? So any habitual thing we should Sabbath from. Sabbath can be a form of fasting. When you wake up in the morning and eat, they call it break fast. When you break your fast. Well, why did they say you was fasting? You was resting. Okay. Sabbath could be a form of fasting. You can Sabbath from your phone. Uh-oh. <laughs> I challenge you. Uh, I, I, ch I challenge you to take a Sabbath. Oh, God. <laughs> so let's go to the scriptures. <laughs> from something you feel like you can't go a day without. Not the whole day, half day. Whatever you feel like you can't go a day without, take an intermission from it. Totally ignore it for six hours. And the Bible calls it a Sabbath unto the Lord. So I'm not just stopping this, I'm acknowledging him. Oh. Uh, come on, and keep it holy unto God. So I'm not just going to not do anything, I'm going to come from that, put my focus on him. And have no work on my mind, no responsibilities, no. Ladies, I have to just address you because my wife is my wife. I mean, I, I hear her talk. And her responsibilities overwhelm her at times. Because once the kids are at bed, okay, now what's the dogs doing? Let me get the, okay, babe, you need something to eat? No, I'm good, I'm good. A lot of times I'll be like, I'm good, babe. You just running back and forth around this house like you're Olympic. <laughs> But once one thing is done, you just go to the next. To Sabbath is to completely, completely, yeah, 
Take intermission. Now, it's not forever. Now, if you feel like the thing will fall apart because you took a half hour away from it, it ain't together anyway. If you can't talk to, if you not talk to your boo for six hours and y'all might break up, you're not in a real relationship. Why is it so quiet? Let me stay over here where y'all clapping at. It ain't a real relationship anyway if you got to talk every six seconds to keep it together. God forbid you're on another call or business call. You fall asleep. God forbid you miss your talk time. It's not a real relationship anyway. Whatever you feel like you cannot do without, take a break from it. Do it on purpose just to let it know you don't control me. Man, yo. <laughs> just take a break. And when you come back, you come back refreshed. You come back with fresh lenses like, okay, let me adjust this. Let me fix this. <laughs> God told the people of God. He said, for seven years, you can work until the land. Six years. On the seventh year, you are not to work. Let the ground breathe. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Every seven years, you are to rest. Don't plant. Don't grow crops. Don't leave the ground, let the ground rest, else it'll stop producing. He told him in Leviticus, he said, he, he, or Exodus, he told him, he said, and even the day to day, work six days and then let the cattle rest on the seventh. Let the cow rest. Let the slaves rest so they can have strength to continue the next day. You're running yourself to death. You're not giving yourself time to recharge. And you think true strength is when you keep going. No, true strength is when you step back for a minute and come back stronger than ever. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm about to come back stronger than ever. I might not be on the ground for a season. You ain't going to see me on Facebook for a season. But when I come back, oh, I'm going to have vision. I'm going to have cre- Oh, y'all not ready. Anybody ready to be productive in here? The way to be productive is to know how to take an intermission. You go to a Broadway play, you enjoying the play, and then the lights just come on. And the curtains close. You're like, this is the shortest play I've ever been to. But they're saying it's not over. I want to let you know, just because you take a break, it don't mean it's over. Just because you take a step back, it doesn't mean it's over. Because in a little while, y'all got quiet again. The curtain's going to open again. I said the curtain's going to open again. And it's almost like a new musical. You come back with your Twizzlers like, it's almost so fresh and new. You keep yourself valuable when you pull away for a season. I used to be playing, I know this is a musician thing, so excuse me, and I'm almost done. I used to be playing with my, my band. 
because I took a keep yourself amazing and step out for a season keep every post you post powerful by not posting every day Tech, good God almighty step back so you can step forth with power you gotta be so relevant you gotta be so consistent you gotta be so much that is overkill now instead of people love you, they sick of you. Okay, we like it. Okay. Sabbath. It, re- it keeps you fresh to them and to you. You're refreshed and you're new to them because you step back for a season. But this culture is the opposite. If you ain't in their face, if you ain't in their face, you gonna, yo, they're going to forget you. If you oh, you're going to forget me at school. When I step back, you're going to have a great memory. Oh, I, I remember. Okay, I know who that is. Okay, okay. Because when I step back on the scene, don't call it a comeback. Uh-oh. I've been here for a little while. I've been here for... Woo! You think the way to make your boo fall in love with you is to be in his face all day, every day? I just, I just want, I just want to cut, I just want to cut, I just want to cut, I just want to, just want to cut, I just want to, just want to. All the women in here, like, no, please, no, no. I ain't the way to do it. And I'm gonna holler at you Friday, baby. All right, I'm gonna take Thursday for a minute, get my head together. I'm gonna take a break. I'll be right back Friday. I'm gonna hit you Friday morning before I go to work. All right. Y'all clapping out, but let your boo say that tonight. Why? What you doing Thursday? Why? Why? Who you going to Thanksgiving? What Halloween party you going to? Why? 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 But look, that's all. That should be a test. That's an insecure relationship already. And I don't want no crazy woman talking about why. And I don't need no crazy man trying to control me like why. So that's a sign right there that it's ain't It got quiet at live. Let me let y'all go. That's a sign right there that this might not work. If I can't breathe air that's outside your atmosphere, that's a problem. Take that break and come back Friday like, hey, how you doing? He's like, oh my God, where we going? Keep yourself fresh. Intermission induces refreshing. Let me let y'all go. Jesus, my man. I love this guy, man. That's my dude. Oh, I love, anybody love him like I do? I guess it is different levels of love because he that is forgiven much 
love him much, so I love him a whole lot. <laughs> Jesus said, let's go to our first scripture really quick so I can let y'all go. Thank y'all for coming. Thank y'all for listening. So the apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and all they had taught. We did this. He sent them out two by two. Jesus, this was crazy. We did this and the demons came out. We baptized over here. Oh, that's cool. All the apostles came back. Oh, that's good. We did this. Jesus, they all gave him their report. And then because, because so many people were coming and going, they didn't even have a chance to eat. So many people were coming to the apostles. So many people wanted healing. So many people wanted the miracles that they were just going and not eating. I know y'all don't probably don't serve that hard, but I don't eat till about 6.30 every Sunday after church. I get up and I, I don't eat. I eat late because I'm just so full of meat that you know not of. That's another scripture in the Bible. Sorry about that. See, they didn't have a chance to eat, so he said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. He didn't high-five them. Great job, apostles. Let's go. One, three, salvation. One, two, three, salvation. <laughs> Good job, guys. On three, thank you, me. One, two, three. Thank you, Jesus. Good job. No, he said, let's, let's go to a quiet place by yourselves. Come with me and get some rest. God is saying this to everybody up in here. You're working hard. Come to me. All you who are weary. Is that the next one? Put it up. Y'all know it. All who are weary and burdened and I... We'll give you rest. Jesus distributes rest. Not a vacation. You can sleep and not rest. You can take the day off and not rest. Because Jesus said, I am the distributor of peace. I am the distributor of rest. Come to me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. If you wore out, learn from me. I just stress it and I go, to, come here. That's what he's saying. Come unto me. Come here. Come here. Learn from me. I don't know what to do. It's my job. I'm a wife and I got kids. And Jesus, I know Jesus never physically had that in the Bible, but come to me. Learn from me. My yoke. Tabasho. Y'all know what a yoke is, right? Right? They put the yoke around the animal's neck and they direct it so they can get the plowing done. So my yoke is easy. He's saying my direction is easy. You wore out, you heavy laden, you stressed out, you burdened down, you disappointed, you hopeless, you like, yo, I'm not gonna make it. Come here. Learn from me. My direction is easy. Your boss's direction is hard. My direction, my yoke, my way is easy. 
and my burden, my responsibility on you is light. Burden is responsibility. My responsibility is light and my direction is easy. <laughs> For I am gentle and humble in heart. I'm not arrogant. I'm not like other leaders. Do this and do. No, I'm humble in heart. I want to take it easy on you while we're getting the job done. You and you will find rest for your souls. Wow. When I do things God's way, I rest. My wife said it earlier. She said, the rest is the confidence. When I come unto him and he gives me his direction and his yoke, now when I go and do what he said, I'm con- I'm resting in my head. It's not, how this going to work out? Well, if I do this, this, he told me what to do. I'm, co- I'm resting. Resting is not always sleep like y'all trying to do right now. Get up! Okay, y'all up. Rest is not sleep. Rest is peace. <laughs> you will find rest for your body. No, for your souls. Now that's eternally. When we get to heaven, and now your soul is the seat of your emotions. Yeah, never mind. Your soul, can you imagine your emotions being just chill all day without medicine? It's quiet. <laughs> you just chill all day. You got rest because you're following his yoke, which is easy. The only way his yoke is hard is if we try to go against his direction. You stressed out, you could come here, come to me, learn of me. Okay, Jesus, what? Forgive her. Now that's easy, but y'all like, we make it hard. Because we don't want to follow that. We don't want to forgive them. But it's, yo, just forgive them. See how simple that is? Kingdom's perspective, forgive them. And you'll be better in your soul. You'll have rest. But we like, we go against his direction and we choose the hard path of life. Now you wake up tomorrow stressed. You wake up tomorrow emotionally. Because we're not learning of him. Jesus is saying to everyone who does not have balance in your life. And watch this. The Bible says, let me end it. Let me end it. Oh, these notes. I'm not studying no more, man. I'm just playing. Balance. (laughs) They reported to him all they had done. Jesus said, let's go away and rest. They literally got on a boat. And they went. When they got off the boat, so many people met them. And he said, whoa. He felt sorry for them. He said, "They're they're like sheep without a shepherd. When they got off that rest cruise, that's like a cruise, right? Get on the boat and sail a little bit. He said, come away with me. Let's just chill for a minute. They went on a cruise, got off the cruise, and he said, look at all these people. They're like a sheep. They're like sheep without shepherds. They listened to him for hours and days. They came out of their cities. Then he said, did they eat yet? That's when he fed the 5,000. When he rested, he had the power, the virtue, and the strength to feed 5,000. And there were still baskets left over because he took time to rest. You could be giving somebody dust 
instead of substance because you don't take the time to rest. When the advice you start giving people is like, okay. I mean, 2016, she was on, but I don't know. Let's go. She didn't rest. So now you're giving people, you know, uh, you're giving people sweets and not, su- you're giving things that might sound good, but not real substance. You know what I mean? What you distribute to people in conversation, in advice, in, in acts of kindness. You're like, let me do this for you. And you do something that's like, okay. You, you. But when he took time to rest, he fed 5,000, yo. When they all took time to rest, and the disciples, the Bible says he gave it to the disciples, and they gave it out to the people. So they had strength to help Jesus more because they took time to rest after they did all those great things. And they reported to him what they did. They rested, and then they had more to distribute. They had more strength to give out. You're going to come into big crowds too weak. God is going to put you in your purpose position and you're going to be too weak to give out. Your mind is going to be too jaded. You ain't going to have nothing sound to say because you don't rest. Take time to Sabbath. And when you come to him, you can rest in confidence. You can rest in, I, I, I said a couple of things. I forgot. Yeah. Like, what's, what's the rest? What did we say rest was? Security. Peace. Authority. Instruction. When you come to Jesus, he gives you instruction. That's where you rest at. Okay, I know what to do now. I know what to do. He gives you peace. He gives you authority. Don't worry about that. I'm going to handle that and do that. And you do this. And you have peace now about whatever was troubling you because you hear his voice. And if he's telling you go on vacation, do it. If he's telling you take the, whatever it is. But we should all take deliberate time to step back, be refreshed, refine your core values, refine what really means something to you, and then step back into this chaotic life with wisdom, strength, power, and authority in Jesus Christ. Let's all stay. I'm sorry for keeping y'all so late. I had to learn this because as y'all can see, I'm very energetic and I'm very <laughs> Plan your Sabbaths or life will plan them for you. <laughs> I used to take Sabbaths by triggers. Now I'm too sick to go on the road. So let me take t- three weeks off. Let me take this whole month off. Now I'm ready to rest. Because I can't. Don't wait till it's too late, Liv. Take small Sabbaths, weekly, monthly, monthly, hourly. I don't know. Take time to pull back, honor God, and seek him for all that you need. Come to me. Come to me. Jesus, we thank you for giving us rest. Not sleep only. Yeah, but rest in our souls and in our minds. In other words, we're living life unbothered what rest is we're unbothered we're not worried we we take no thought for our lives what we shall eat no we ain't worried about it because we know that our God shall supply our every need according to his riches in glory father we realize that part of balance is Sabbath and rest for the enemy desires to 
sift us as wheat. He's going about as a roaring, lying, seeking who he may devour. Let us be sober. Let us be woke. Let us be rested so that we won't fall prey to the plans of the enemy. Let us not be too weary to fight temptation, too tired to fight our, our addictions. But give us your strength in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and say amen. All right. Thank you, Liv, for letting me preach two sermons to you tonight. We got two sermons in tonight. Did y'all enjoy that? Refresh and re-stir up, stir up and Sabbath down. I don't know. Did anybody get anything out of tonight? Did you get anything? We're moving somewhere, y'all. Oh, we're on a journey. We're going somewhere. Take everything we do and say very, very seriously. Your personal time at home. Get a song. Try to remember all these things. I need a song. Let me spend my personal time with God so when I come here, take all these things into account, please, and value them and honor them to a degree, to your degree of comfortability. And the Bible says, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established believe in his prophets so shall you prosper so when I believe in God I'm established in heaven I'm a child of God I'm not going to hell but when I believe the prophets the men and women of God I prosper while I'm on earth when you believe in God heaven is secure when you believe in the men and women of God prosperity is secure are y'all hearing me amen all right everybody say Lord Jesus you are Lord you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe you died for all of my sins and you rose from the dead. Tonight I'm yours. You have my mind. You have my heart. You have my body. You have my will. It's all yours. And I believe right now I'm changed. I'm better. I'm wiser. I'm healed. I'm delivered. And I am saved. Clap your hands if you believe that tonight. All right. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.